And there we go. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Ben Armstrong Crypto, the home of Ben Armstrong Crypto and you. Uh, guys, super excited about a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, tonight, uh, Mikhail, I got you, by the way. I found you. There were two accounts with your name, by the way. Hopefully I got the right one. Uh, guys, tonight, uh, for tonight's video, we're going to be debuting a weekly Friday video uh, that's going to explain uh, something that I'm doing that's going to help you make money in crypto. Uh, there's going to be somewhere you can sign up. Uh, there's going to be a free version of it. Uh, super excited about uh, what we're going to be doing. It's going to be a Substack. Uh, Leah and John Vibes, who are two of my longtime writers. You guys know John Vibes writes my books with me. Um, he's getting a, he'll be on the cover of the next one. Uh, he's going to get a full credit on the next one. So super excited about that with John. Um, Leah has been with me for a long time as well, writing for me for years. And uh, we are creating the Ben Armstrong Substack. Uh, there's going to be a free and a paid version. And uh, it's going to be basically walking you guys through how to take the information that I give on my videos and turn that into money. So we're super excited about that. That's going to be debuting uh, tonight at, uh, I guess, 9 o'clock. Uh, you'll get to meet Leah and meet John if you haven't met John before. Um, he's been in crypto for about as long as I have. So uh, there we go. Uh, and guys, whew, where's my Solana soldiers at? Solana soldiers, let's go. We love our Solana soldiers. Over 10% gains today, guys. Absolutely amazing. Um, let's go ahead and get started on the show today. Let's do something we don't usually do, which is get going on the show. Uh, guys, here we go. Uh, and I do want to also say 10.30 uh, a.m. live stream um, will begin on AJ's channel, not Monday, the following Monday. That will be where AJ and I do our research for whatever we're researching at the time, live on the show or live on air, just like we used to do on the old channel like I used to do. So we're going to be doing that together. It's going to be really, really fun. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Solana haters punching air right now. Yes, yes, because they're going like this. Wait, no, that's the Solano soldiers because we're winning so much right now. Um, all right, here we go. Looking at the markets, guys, absolutely crazy what's going on. Let me refresh to make sure we got the latest stats. Uh, we've got 10,444, uh, 10, excuse me, 10,443 coins, 895 exchanges, 1.16 trillion in market cap. That's right, we are up 3.2% today. 84 billion in volume. Wow, that's massive. Let's, let's get a, a, a volume check on coin market cap and see uh, what's happening. Um, it's showing the volume at 53 billion here. So um, not sure where uh, these extra volume numbers are coming coming from um, with CoinGecko, uh, but I do know the coin market cap is up a, a lot as well. Uh, Bitcoin dominance 49.7%, ETH 16.7%, and 10 Paraguays will send you an ETH transaction. Um, a lot of interesting stuff going on with the market, guys. And I just want to say, that I told you guys that I believed that this bull run would kick off in quarter four, October or November were my specific dates or, you know, months I've been looking at. And I believe that, you know, I just want my credit, guys. I want my credit here. We've been dead on um, on the timing of this market for, you know, two years now, really. I mean, after after the the peak of the bull run, which I nailed that time frame as well, but we missed the number. Um, when we started making calls early, early bear market 2022, um, it, we've been dead on with this timing for this market. And I told you guys that everybody's telling you it's going below 20K. Everybody's telling you it's going to be a red October. I've been trying to tell you I believe it's going to be a green October. We're going to look at the monthly number here in, in just a moment. Turn the gain up on the volume. Oh, crap. I don't know if I know how to do that. I'm not 
not sure how to do that, guys. I'm not sure if I know how to do that. Is that better? Let, wait, hold on here. Where's the gain? Processing effects. Yeah, I don't know how to do this. I need Ryan. Ryan's not here right now. Depth. Punch. Sparkle. I just don't know. I'm not sure how to do it. Oh, man, guys. I'm really sorry. I'm so terrible at this. I'm trying to learn all this stuff. And actually do my own switching. You know, I never had a switcher before. Uh, I can't turn the volume up right now, guys. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm really sorry. Um, okay, so uh, anyways, my point is this. Is everybody's been telling you that the, the market's going down. And I've been trying to tell you, I'm not convinced of that. I don't have any evidence to suggest that outside of a black swan event. If we get a black swan event, obviously the market will go down. And then it'll fit the narrative of the last market cycle. But I don't think we're going to see that. And now you look at Bitcoin at 29500 And just really quick, if we come over here and we look at the one week um, for Bitcoin, uh, and then let's actually go to the month. We look at the monthly here. You guys can see, huh, weird, isn't it? Weird. I thought I was under the impression that this was supposed to be a red month, a bad red month for Bitcoin, right? Know what everybody's been telling you? Look at the charts, it's going down, blah, 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 blah. Now, look, there certainly is a scenario that exists here where we get one one push down. Why? This ETF news is so bullish, and it looks like this thing's getting approved ASAP. I believe in November it'll get approved now. Um, I said this on my video last night. I, I, I do believe now this will be approved in November. Um, I'll be shocked at this point if it's not. You know, they were already putting the odds at 75%, which I thought was very, ex you know, too extremely high. But now, with the change of tune and some of the stuff that's starting to come out, looks like it's going to get approved. So we could see an institutional push down or something like that. But here on the monthly, and if we were just to, we're going to take our high IQ off for our monthly here, and we are on regular candles. We are not on hiking. Oh, she's here. So um, right now we are sitting at a almost ten percent gain. Almost ten percent gain. Is that correct? Wow, a 10% gain for Bitcoin in October. Even if it retraces, I mean, wow, this is unbelievable here, guys. And these people just keep, to, and I want you guys to understand, I know there's this narrative out there about me that I'm this mega perma bull and blah, blah. I haven't been that way in this bear market. I've been telling you guys the entire time that we're going to wait until quarter four for things to start slowly moving up. I'm not a perma bull. The entire bear market, I was telling you guys, I, I told you when I believed the bottom was, but I told you it'd be a long time. It wasn't going to happen overnight and things go back up. So, so the fact that I'm telling you now that I believe that we are in the beginning of this bull run, this is my opinion. This is not speculative. This is my opinion. I'm not telling you it can go up, it could go down. My opinion is October 2023 is the beginning of the bull run. That does not mean massive gains. It does mean probably over 30K by the end of the year, if not over 34K. It does mean that potentially. And look, things could change. Things could change. But right now, this is how I feel. And I think the charts are, are bearing that out. And this monthly chart, I, I think this thing is going to be indicative. I mean, look here at the support right here. I mean, that is some really strong support at that $25,000 level, guys. And it's going to take a lot to plunge it below. And if it does plunge below that support, then we could be looking at you know a really bad time for Bitcoin. Um, for several months, and we would look at this market doesn't start, you know, that's the Benjamin Cowan uh, idea that next year in the middle of the year is when things start moving. Um, even though in previous markets, we've seen the market move before 
the having. So uh, JDB1307 says, hey, Ben, please let me send you an email. You're the best. Keep being great. Uh, appreciate that. You can send an email to office at newworldfinance.io. Uh, okay, guys, let's come back over here to CoinGecko for just a moment um, because I want to show you guys some of the big gainers of the day. We got Bitcoin SV. <laughs> and I want to tell you guys about an exciting series I'm going to be doing, guys. Uh, these are going to be my first scripted videos that we're going to be putting back on this channel, and I'm going to go back to writing them myself. I uh, think, guys, by the way, we got 1,100 or 1,200 viewers now. We only have 465 likes, guys. That's not good. If we could get that number up to 1,000, I will keep doing the show. If not, then I will end the show with less than 1,000 likes. You don't want that. You don't want that. Uh, but the point here is uh, this vi exciting video series I'm going to do is going to be where we're going to start with Bitcoin. We're going to start going down the list um, where every single week we're going to be bringing you two projects. We're going to give you uh, a full explainer video on them, and then we're going to give you a review where we rank them and we place them on an, on a, an S through, you know, S, A, B, C, D, F, scam tier level. We're going to put it all on that. Uh, Bitcoin SV will go on the scam tier pretty much. Maybe the F tier. I'm not really sure. Um, but we're, we're going to put it on, on, a, on a tier so you guys know where these fall. And obviously the ones at the top are the ones that you want to, you know, dominate your portfolio. And then the third part of each one of these uh, video series is going to be a price prediction. We're going to do a video. We're going to talk about price prediction ranges and things you guys can, you can um, do. And so... Um, good morning. Good morning. I saw your post about Justin and Pluto Alliance. Don't forget what he did to JPEG junkies. Keep up the great work. LFG, Desert Crypto. Everybody knows what this guy has done. Everybody knows. All the Pluto Alliance people know that he took from the community wallet over and over and over again. Um, there's evidence of this, you know. Guys, <laughs> everything I've said about Justin Williams is true. Can't be defamation if it's true. It's a defense. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's see. Why did the old channel change their starting time? Because they thought they were going to be smart and not compete with me. Um, but the fact is, is that they didn't take into consideration that that was actually going to hurt them because of the, uh, you know, it was going to hurt them because a time change and people get out of the rhythm and routine of what time you start, you know, so they just don't really know what they're doing over there. It's very, very clear. Invite Martina on your show. Mar Martina guy always has an open invitation on my show. Uh, but back to the winners of the of the day. We've got Stacks come in at 11.7%. We have Mantle up 10%, up 11% for the week. And Solana, my Solana soldiers. I love you guys so much, Solana soldiers. Very excited about my Solana soldiers. Um, and as you guys can see now, uh, it's up 8.3% today. Uh, we talk about Solana a little bit in our newsletter uh, that you guys can get access to starting tonight on that video. We'll have a link for you guys. Uh, XRP up 7%, back up above 52 cents. I'd be looking forward to head closer to 55 cents. And guys, we were told that this, uh, we were told that this market uh, is one in which all coins are going to totally bleed out. And now look at these gains, 58%, 27%, 11%, 25%, 12.9%, 13 13.7%. A lot of gainers over 10%, um, Bitcoin over 10% as well. And, you know, the dominance number is going up, but you're just seeing the dominance taken from Ethereum right now. You're not really seeing Bitcoin taking dominance away, in my opinion, from, you know, any other, you know, from other coins, other altcoins. I just think what we're seeing is a different kind of market. The person that makes up this market is not the same people that were making up this market in 2017. So uh, Henry Dong, Dong, da Dong, 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 the Dong song. Um, ask TJ if I like that. I'm not sure. Uh, any thoughts on Casper? Uh, look, I got to say, not my favorite, um, not my favorite 
It was a little cartoonish. I mean, Christina Ritchie, she's good. I like her a lot more in her later stuff. Um, very good on Yellow Jackets. Very good on Wednesday. Very good on, on Wednesday, the show. So thank you, Christina Ritchie, as you guys know. Um, she was the main actress on the, the film Casper. Henry Dunk, thank you for asking me about my film preferences. Uh, I've got some other ghost films that I like. I'm not sure that's my favorite ghost film, but uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, you mean the Project Casper? Oh, oh, you mean the Project Casper? Uh, yeah, I think the Project Casper is uh, pretty good. Um, I think that, um, you know, it's one of these things where um, it's it's an Ethereum competitor, and I think it's going to do okay. It's going to do well. I think it does have potential to be one of these layer one platforms that we talk about this bull run. Um, but I'd have to go check it out and actually look at the network to uh, really get to a, a place where, um, you know, I, I would be putting money into that right now. Okay. All right. Moving on here. Let's go back to the charts. And I want to bring up our new indicator, um, High IQ, as you guys can see. Let's, let's, uh, something new about High IQ, by the way. Uh, if you come here and you click the settings, I know this is not available for purchase yet. will be purchased, uh, available for purchase, I believe, next Friday. You can put it on Scalp. Swing, hodl, and manual. So I'm going to move it to swing trading for our purposes here. If you guys watched me yesterday on the crypto trading wars with Debate Crypto, I did lose like 80 bucks yesterday out of my $1,000. But the, the reason was it was not because I was using this indicator. Actually, if I would have used the indicator perfectly, I would have, I would have been up 15% total in a couple minutes. But what happened is, is we're, we have to make a trade. We have to trade on that show. So for that hour on Thursdays from 3 to 4 p.m. EST, I have to make a trade. And I was on the minute chart, and I was not getting any signals at all on the minute chart. So what I did is I actually um, uh, – what I did is I saw one of these little red arrows right here that was on the Solana chart, or one of these little red arrows popped up on the Solana chart. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to short it because I only had 25 minutes left to make a trade. This is a strong indicator that price is going down. But it's not a signal, right? It's not a signal. The signals are are, are, are these right here, um, are these the E's for entry. Now, if I would have waited four minutes and only had 21 minutes left to make a trade, the signal popped up, the entry popped up, and I would have been able to take profit twice in the 20 minutes. Um, so the indicator works perfect. I was just on a time crunch where I had to make a move. But this indicator is killer, guys. Um, it is absolutely killer. Right now, if you were in the trade that this set up on the four-hour chart, you would be up 5.29%. And when you take that and you're on 10X, that's a 50% gain, guys. 50% gain, as you guys can see there. Uh, the King says, buying ADA for about three years now, never sold. What's a good number of ADA that you will be satisfied with? ADA gain. Uh, the King, I would say a, a good number. I mean, I, I like a million ADA. I, I know it's a little unattainable for a lot of people, but um, I would say, a, you know, your, your point should be, a hundred thousand to a million. I mean, that's some good spots to try to accumulate to. Uh, hey Ben, do you still think that Everdome will do uh, well in the next bull cycle? Keep up the great work from Behop 1980. Twenty dollars super chat. I'm not sure to be honest with you. I haven't taken a look here in a little bit, and uh, I think the property that I had is it. it uh, I'm eventually getting all of it back, and eventually getting the company back, but it's it's a matter of time. So I'll have to check it out and find out what that is if they're not trying to liquidate everything, which I believe they may be trying to do. If I'm going to get it back, I'm going to get it back with no money, I'm sure, but that's okay. Uh, because, <laughs> oh, God, they've messed up so bad with everything that they've done. Um, okay, so here we go on, on X. Let's see what's going on on X. How do I feel about holding crypto today? Is this how you feel about holding crypto today? 
What is he doing? What is he? He's stripping? He's stripping. Wow. How about that? Um, let's see if there's anything really cool going on over here. There will never be a series better than The Walking Dead ever. Uh, I definitely say Game of or uh, Breaking Bad is better than The Walking Dead. I would actually probably take Walking Dead over Game of Thrones, to be honest with you, even though the last few seasons were not very good. Um, they botched up the end of that. They should have ended it, you know, uh, a couple few seasons earlier. Would have been better. And they got all these spinoffs. I didn't know if they're working. George, back to streaming every day. Um, let's see here if there's anything else going on. There's John Cena. Did you guys know John Cena follows everybody on Twitter? He used what we call the Brian Evans strategy, uh, which is just follow everybody. It's the Boomhauer strategy, if you guys have ever watched King of the Hill, where Bobby says, hey, Boomhauer, how do you get all them girls? And he says, well, Bobby, come on in to JCPenney. I'll show you how to do it. And Boomhauer takes Bobby down to JCPenney, and he literally walks up to every single girl in JCPenney and asks her on a date or asks for her number, and eventually one says yes. Uh, that's, that's the Brian Evans strategy of gaining followers on, uh, on Twitter or X as it's now called. Um, we also have uh, John Cena who actually, look, I like John Cena. Okay. I can see him. So his branding isn't really that cool. Cause I can see him, can see him confirmed, but he does the same strategy. Same thing. He follows 634,000 people and he does not follow me. He does not follow my new account. So, uh, John Cena doesn't see me either. Um, so guys, big announcement after my first fight in, um, March or February, uh, I will be, I will be offering John Cena a fight. If John Cena wants to fight, I will fight over, over his Twitter strategy. I will do it. Uh, okay. Moving on here. Let's move to the news. Uh, check out what's going on over here with uh, Coindesk. What's a good nickname for Coindesk. Can we get a new nickname for Coindesk? Um, I don't know. We got Cointelli. Coindesk has always, you know, eluded me for a good nickname. Um, so, you know, what do you guys think in the chat? Uh, drop what you believe uh, we should be seeing here. Um, let's see. What do you think about the stock market? Would you liquidate your stock portfolio and go on to crypto? Moises, I would never have a stock portfolio, to be honest with you. It doesn't mean anything to me. Only crypto, only crypto, only crypto. John Cena follows your daughter. Well, daughter not to look over her shoulder, even if he's there, she couldn't see him. Um, let's see. Um, Mike, I'm not sure. I don't even know what that is, uh, to be honest. I don't know what that coin is. Um, so I can't, I don't know if this is a shill or you're talking about something different, but it could be something to the effect of maybe they change their tokenomics, um, potentially. So there you go. Coinpest. I love Coinpest. Coinpest. That's a great name. Coinpest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Coinpest is going to work. Condesk? Crapdesk? <laughs> corn dogs. I love Korean corn dogs. I like Coinpest. I think Coinpest is good. What do you guys think? You guys like Coinpest? All right, so here we are on Coinpest talking about the price of Bitcoin. Um, and let's just go back real quick and check out um, the four-hour chart. As you guys see here on the four-hour chart, we did have um, an entry. Let me get rid of these lines here. I don't need those for right now. Let's see. Let me get rid of this. There we go. There we go. So you guys can see we had an entry here on the four-hour a few days ago. Of course, we got the pump, right? Uh, told us to take profits uh, right here. 
We took profits, um, and it never told you to get out. It went back up. You took more profits here, and now we are targeting, um, you know, even even higher numbers for entries. Let's see what our latest. Um, let's see what our latest uh, profit level here is. We got the first RR. Is it twenty nine three thirty nine? So that's the first uh, place you take profit. Um, wait, do I need that? I don't think I needed that anyways. Oh, I did need that actually. Okay. Um, but let's see if we hover over this, see hover here, hover here. I got to figure out from, uh, from Craig, how you get, uh, how, how you find where the next take profit level is. Cause it doesn't seem to be showing it. It may just fill it in real time. So I'm not sure what the next profit level on this trade is. Um, but you guys can see it works very well. Um, you know, uh, go here, look at the hour chart. Uh, that's two trades in a row, by the way, where you had made at least 7% on leverage. You multiply that by your leverage. 5X, that's 35%. Um, these are some really good trades. Uh, w forming four hourly going up. A W, we have a W forming. Nothing better than a W. Uh, looking at the one hour chart here, you guys can see we would have taken profits here on the one hour. Um, both of our last two profits or two trades would on the hour chart over the last two days would be in profit. You guys see this... This thing just don't miss, guys. It just doesn't freaking miss, really. And when it does, it barely misses. Um, on the, on the daily, um, on the daily, you would be up nine point six one percent on the on the last trade on the daily. Um, here we did have um, two. Let's see, we had two um, trades here where you could have taken profits, but you actually lost three percent there on the hour on the daily. Um, here you would have taken profits, but if you didn't take profits, you would be down 3% on the daily. So the point is on this daily, it looks like you need to be making sure that you're taking profits. Um, cause as long as you're taking profits, you're going to win. Um, but the daily has been up and down lately, but, um, obviously I'm not going to probably trade the daily chart. I'm going to trade the four hour chart and the one hour chart mainly, um, the 30 minute chart. If you're looking to be kind of a crackhead, uh, that's not to talk about AJ who does like 1% or the one second chart, like an insane person. Um, but I'm going to stick to the one hour and four hour on this. When you're doing more active trading, obviously you can be doing trading on, um, you know, lower time frames if you're trying to scalp. But Bitcoin jumped over 30K as ETF hope drives bulls. I told you guys yesterday, I now believe this ETF is going to get approved in November. Bitcoin crossed the 30% mark during the morning hours on Friday, extending its weekly gains to over 11%. Tokens formed by the forking of Bitcoin, including Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV, were up 26%. Is that people who don't know what those are, and they just see Bitcoin and see it's cheaper. Maybe it's time. We're moving to that that phase in the market where people think they're smart. Um, let's see. Earlier this week, four House Financial Service Committee members urged the SEC to listen to the courts and give up efforts to block Bitcoin ETFs. Um, we know what happened with the Grayscale appeal that's not coming. And so uh, it looks like, guys, this thing's going to come. This thing could come as soon as next week. And we may see be seeing some action right now um, you know, from from this. SEC likely to approve spot Bitcoin ETF in next few months. JP Morgan approval is likely before January 10th, which is the final deadline for the ARC 21 shares application. So January 10th, and you here here's the thing, guys. If if they're gonna do it before January 10th, they're going to do it probably in November because the government pretty much shuts down between December and January. They just don't do a lot, especially the first 10 days of January. So 
I think this will be in November, maybe December at the latest. It looks like now. I mean, things are moving very quickly with this. It wouldn't surprise me if it got a, if it got approved Monday. It wouldn't surprise me if it got approved today. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, talks about the ETFs, but J.P. Morgan um, said its view is that the regulator was likely to approve multiple applications at once rather than grant a first mover advantage. J.P. Morgan said such a move could be beneficial for investors. Grayscale will likely feel greater pressure to lower fees if it gets approved. Um, CoinPest's uh, parent company, Digital Currency Group, also owns Grayscale. Cool. Thanks for that. Spot Bitcoin ETF excitement hits Main Street. Google search indicates many market participants expect the SEC to greenlight the first U.S.-based bit, uh, spot Bitcoin ETF. This says early next year, which is what I've believed but I now think we could be looking at something different. The worldwide Google search value for the phrase spot Bitcoin ETF. Um, thank you for the super chat, Mario. I'm not sure about that coin. Don't know anything about it. Uh, increased use of Bitcoin financial markets uh, through potential. Oh, excuse me. I was on the next paragraph. The worldwide Google search value for the phrase spot Bitcoin ETF for a five-year window is on track to hit the peak value of 100 this week indicating a maximum interest among the general population. That's maximum interest based on previous historical searches, of course. The value for Bitcoin ETF has increased to 39, the highest since ProShares futures-based ETF was launched two years ago. Back then, the search value for Bitcoin ETF also touched 100. In other words, more and more people on Main Street are scanning the web for information about Bitcoin spot ETFs, how they might affect the market capitalization of what is already the world's largest crypto. The world's largest the cryptocurrency. Market participants are convinced that the U.S. SEC, having recently missed a deadline to challenge a critical legal loss, will approve a spot ETF early next year. Uh, the approval of spot Bitcoin ETF has been an enduring theme in the crypto space. And I got to say, I, personally, personally, I feel like that it would be more advantageous for the price if it got approved in February but I just don't see that anymore. I think it's going to get approved in November. I, I think the pressure is just so strong. We're seeing Congress. Now, if it doesn't get done in November, December's touch and go. You know, So if it doesn't happen by no, the end of November, we could be looking at maybe January, February next year, which is my original prediction. Um, but it's – well, let me see what you guys think. Let, let's put up a little poll here. Let's put a poll and say – let's see here. Uh, will uh, – when – Will the ETF get approved? Let's go. Let's add f uh, four options here. Okay. All right. So uh, let's say October, November, December, Q Q1, 2024. See what you guys think. Very curious uh, what you guys think. Google Trends provides the mostly unfiltered samples of search requests made to Google and scales their research or their searches on a range of uh, zero to 100. Uh, value represents uh, in the search interest. The peak value of 100 has historically marked bull market tops uh, for Bitcoin and Solana. Um, and look, this thing has just gone out of control. People, this finally, after all these years of people being interested in this ETF getting approved, now the main, you know, I mean, look, guys, we are. Over 4x, we're almost 5x the previous all-time high for searches, um, which, you know, would have been in 2021. And, of course, remember December 2021, and, you know, that's right after we had the futures ETF approved, which is what some of this action is back here. 
Um, so there we go, guys. What do y'all think? So far, it looks like most people are saying quarter one. I get it. I understand why you would say that. Uh, let's talk about XRP. Where is my? Where are my dogs? XRP Army, let's go. What a day for XRP. Uh, love the channel. This is Raul Aguilar. Love the channel, Ben. Uh, Discover Crypto didn't get rid of you. You got rid of them. Anyways, what do you think of Anchor Web3 token, ETH token? Great team. I like Anchor. Uh, it, it'll be one that I look up and do do one of these reviews on. I think Anchor's got a lot of potential. Um, I do like it. And obviously, um, yeah, they, they haven't gotten rid of me yet. They just think that they have. Um, and I'll tell you this, guys. The day that I walk back into that studio and make a video on stream, live, in my own studio, um, with the brood of vipers gone, it's going to be an epic day. Uh, certainly, my my long term plan is not to um, not to do uh, you know live streams in that studio over the long term, but I would like to go do one more. Um, personally, I like this format better than the last show. Yeah, I mean, I think the last show just got very. Hmm, it was just it was very big production. You know, it was big production. It was a lot of banter. Um, not crypto banner. This is actually like, you know, a uh, good banter not, not one that's, um, you know, a pump and dumper, but, um, Ben, this is your super coach with high IQ. Remember to, oh, it's Albert Hoffman guys. Here's our guy. Uh, remember to change the trade mode and settings to HODL if over six hours. Oh, okay. So a three to six hour would be swing and six. Ah, guys. Okay. Okay. So remember when we were looking at this real quick? We were looking at at, at uh, the daily chart, right? We were looking at the daily chart. For the daily chart, actually, what I needed to do is I needed to come back in here to the settings and trade that the hot, change that to hodl. And now it's going to totally change the layout of what this looks like. Um, so you guys can see on the daily chart, it looks like there was um, an entry here. The last entry was $29,820 back on Thursday, May 11th. So a long time since we've had a trade on the daily. Uh, but then if you had made this trade right here, you know, that would have been an epic trade. I mean, if you were 20X, that's 140%. So um, there you go. And look, it called it right there at the bottom. It had the hard stop entry right here or the hard short entry. Uh, so it matters the, the, where you have these settings at. Um, you know, really, really matter. And look at this one, guys. Look at freaking this one. Look at this entry, 54%. That's a 500% gain on 10X, guys. Now, granted, that would have been last year, but, um, you know, you're not going to trade as much on the daily chart. It is it is really hodl. So let's move on and talk about the uh, SEC here. Um, SEC dismisses allegations against Ripple executives. Uh, this is a big story. Uh, the request follows judge's denial of the SEC's appeal. Uh, the SEC dropped their lawsuit against Ripple executives. Uh, legal maneuver began in 2020, obviously. Uh, but now, um, the landmark ruling in July meant that XRP is not a security. And guys, I, XRP, if you are not in on XRP, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. Now, look, if you certainly have philosophical and moral reasons why you don't like Ripple, I think it's kind of lame, but whatever. I'll get out and listen to it. That's important. If that's your investment strategy, that's great. Stick to it. If you don't have something personal against Ripple and you're not invested in XRP, you are as low IQ as it possibly gets, which my low IQ button guy sent me a message uh, through my wife and he said he will send me a new low IQ button. I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait for that. 
So XRP, uh, obviously not a security. The first regulated cryptocurrency that we have, the latest development uh, uh, by the SEC seeks a dismissal against Brad Garlinghouse and Chris Larson. Uh, Stuart Alderati, the chief counsel for Ripple, said the agency moved to drop the lawsuit was not a settlement, but a surrender. Let's go. So resonated well with the industry. Brad Garlinghouse emphasized, targeted by the SEC in a ruthless attempt to personally ruin him and the company, so many have worked hard to build for over a decade. That's right, guys. When someone tries to take, when somebody tries to destroy what you have built for years and years and years and years, over a decade in this case, in some other cases, you know, six to seven years of building and grinding, and someone comes in and tries to take that from you, guys, it's personal. It's not about money. It's about a personal attack against you. And that's why you have to stand your ground unless you're a punk. And Brad Garlinghouse stood his freaking ground. And the community supported him. And that was big. If the sentiment was against Ripple during this case overall, wouldn't have been good. They still might have won, but it would have made it a much harder case to argue because it was so obvious that so many people, because John Dean, the amicus briefs, all of this stuff supported them. <sighs> Appreciate all your support. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Uh, still, he celebrated another win in the SEC. Repeatedly, it's uh, kept its eye off the ball while secretly meeting with SBF. There you go. You got to throw in the stuff that shows a conspiracy because it's out there and it's real. Uh, the effects of this legal shift were felt in the crypto markets as XRP had its biggest pump uh, price pump in a while. Um, let's see... Uh, the SEC and, and Ripple will now engage in further discussions. Goal is to outline a potential briefing schedule on suitable remedies against Ripple. So I think we still are facing what's going on with the programmatic selling of the, or, you know, the, the institutional investment um, part of this. Uh, XRP registers biggest single day gain in three months after the SEC dropped charges against Ripple's ears. It's been three months. Wow. Three months since... Uh, the case ended. That's absolutely amazing. Um, XRP, the fifth, the world's fifth largest digital asset, rose 6.5%. Um, in a court filing on Thursday, the SEC agreed to dismiss allegations against Brad Garlinghouse and Chris Larson. Uh, move comes months after the Southern District of New York said Ripple's uh, offer and sale of XRP on digital asset exchanges did not amount to offers and sales of investment contracts, as alleged by the SEC. Uh, let's see. Uh, Abdullah Issa says, suggestion will bin holders get a, sp a special deal on high IQ? Yes. The, I, can, I can announce the answer to that question is yes. We are building in um, a feature to where Bitcoin holders will be able to get a significant discount on the, um, uh, on the high IQ indicator. If you pay with Bitcoin, you're going to be able to get a significant discount. Um, so for sure, that is something we're walk, uh, working with. There will be one other coin that's tied into that as well. Um, that's coming from the other side, from the people that uh, created this. People that I've worked with for years, by the way. The, the same guy who helped me build, um, the same guy who helped me uh, build uh, BitLab Academy in the beginning, uh, before it, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, before you had, I don't know, maybe an, a DUI alcoholic guy on the channel running it, but um, who wrecked AJ's car, it got drunk and wrecked AJ's car. People don't know about that. Um, but the fact is, <laughs> is that um, when, it, when it comes to uh, Bitcoin holders, we've got a lot of benefits coming from you guys, and the price has been very steady. Um, we're going to take it. We're pretty much done looking, at, obviously, at the, at the XRP story here. Um, but you come here and look at uh, Bitcoin. 
Um, you guys will see right now we're coming at 628. or you know, cracking 628. We were over five. We did take a little bit of a dip today. Some people were taking profits. We're down 6% today. See, somebody dumped. Somebody dumped at some point, and it has, you know, it recovered pretty well. Uh, but when you look at the seven-day, guys, we're still looking really good. And look, guys, you're going to have times where people take profits. It's just, it's the way that the market works. But look at that freaking chart. Look at that freaking chart. Breakout city. Just saying, down 6 7% today. Uh, I can't tell you what to do with the price, but I think it looks pretty good. Um, I know you hate Gavin Wood. Um, uh, can you give an honest prediction as where DOT can realistically go? Uh, I am going to be doing that. I will be doing that in 2025. No, that's not DZ, guys. So, it, yeah, yeah, Big Daddy knows who it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, hey, guys, I thought I liked him too. I thought I liked, I thought I liked everybody I worked with. Um, I will tell you, I spoke with someone's spouse um, that is still over there. They don't know that their spouse talked to me, but I talked to someone's spouse and they explained how it's the most toxic environment. I have the call, by the way, I have the whole audio. Talked about how it's the most toxic work environment that has ever existed. And this spouse is actively trying to get their spouse fired so they can have their spouse back because People have totally changed over there. And I said, hey, did this person ever complain about me before this was done to me? This is a, a, a prime complainer about me now talking about how terrible I am. The spouse of this person said, never. All this person did is talk about how great you are until it happened. <laughs> Shocker, guys. Um, Dr. Crypto or D Crypto Tiger says, what's up, Ben, the crypto man? Uh, when are we do doing stars arena? I'm looking into it today, guys. I'll buy your keys. Uh, you were a boy. Now you're a man. Hence the name, uh, Ben, the crypto man. You can thank me later for the name. Um, any update on the reward for loyal Ben holders? We are working that we're trying to figure out the date we want to cut it off. Um, so that is going on right now. So we got a lot of cool Bitcoin stuff coming. Um, ripple celebrates dismissed charges. We already talked about that pretty in depth. Um, absolutely not FTX. FTX's uh, former general counsel says he never approved loans of customer funds. How about this? Uh, FTX's general counsel, Can uh, Sun, yeah, here he is, Can Sun, who is the general counsel um, from August 2021 to the exchange collapse, said absolutely not. This has been the entire thing. Is Sam's trying to blame it on the lawyers? Uh, he's saying never approved. It, guys, what lawyer would approve you spending customer funds and going into a deficit? Right, only Dan Friedberg. He's the only one that would do that because he's in on the on the uh, on the scam there. So, <laughs> guys, these courtroom drawers, like, are they getting better or worse over the years? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what is my indicator saying about Solana? Let's go uh, check it out here. Let's see what it's saying about. Do I have a Solana story today? Do I have a Solana story? I thought I did have a Solana story. Uh, maybe I don't. I don't think I have a Solana story today. Um, but Solana's pumping. That's why I put it on the thumbnail. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and pull up the indicator. Let's take a look at Solana. Let's go back to the, um, well, we'll just start with the day chart and the hodl. Let's go take a quick look at it. Solana. Wow, it's over 26 bucks today. Wow, man, looking good, looking good. Um, you had an entry over here. Um, you're up on that entry a pretty good bit if you held through all this. Well, let's look at the four hour. This is what I usually like to do. Four hour, and then let's move it back to, uh, move this back to swing. Uh, nope, wrong thing. Move it to swing, move it to swing. Move it to swing. Here you go. Okay. So let's see here. Uh, you guys can see, I mean, look at this, guys. Hey, hey, 
called the pump, called it. The indicator called the pump. The indicator also called this pump back here. Look at this, 20 fibers and gains, 20 fibers and gains twice in a row. Guys, this indicator is killer. You guys are going to absolutely love this. And look, we love Market Cypher, love Crypto Face. Um, I think the feature on this, uh, Market Cypher is gonna be a little more advanced than what we're doing in terms, not what goes into making it, but in terms of what you have to do. Like you see a green dot, you gotta look for this, you gotta look for that and make a decision. It's great for people that have you know some level of understanding of TA. Uh, this one right here is just gonna tell you what to do. It's just gonna tell you what to do. Enter, take profit, take profit. Get out. Like, I know that's what y'all want. So, um, okay. So, uh, moving on here. Uh, Tether will publish reserve data in real time in 2024. Um, let's see here. Everybody's been asking for this forever. Uh, Tether has $3.3 in excess reserves. So, anyways, the, the point here is, you know, Tether's always been sketchy. Omni blockchain, always been sketchy. Uh, Bitfinex, tied into all this, always been sketchy. Um, but now they are talking about their, you know, possibly going to, um, you know, publish their reserves and people can actually see it, which is really interesting um, because this is something a lot of people have called for. I've, I've told you guys forever that this is not something that is going to go under. I don't believe Tether is going to go under. I know people in the industry that are very scared of Tether. I think it's overblown. I think that they have more money than they're supposed to have, and that's the problem. I think that boils down to a lot of these people. I think the same thing with Binance. I think they have more money than they're supposed to have. I don't think they're going insolvent at all. Um, I think Tether and Binance have done a good job of accumulating assets, you know, probably around the world. Um, and they know that even if something happened and, and, and somehow there was a problem on their side, I think they have or a problem with their, you know, with Tether. I think they have other reserves they can pull from. That's my personal opinion. I have nothing to base that on other than history, my experience in crypto and seeing and reading between the lines on stuff. Uh, Reddit mods dump tokens hours before blockchain program termination. You gotta love this, guys. You gotta love this because these people on the cryptocurrency subreddit are gigantic fans of me and they're always calling me a pump and dumper. And then the Reddit moderators dumped Moon's token on everybody in, on Reddit hours before they rug pulled. Um, so when are y'all gonna hold these people accountable? Now, I don't know if it is the cryptocurrency, well... Uh, yeah, it was a native token of the cryptocurrency subreddit specifically. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, I mean, look, guys, somebody needs somebody needs to hold these people accountable. It's time for the cryptocurrency subreddit, to, which I like, by the way. I, I, I want to be very clear here. The, the cryptocurrency subreddit, it's definitely a very um, it's definitely a very contentious place it's it's a toxic place for a lot of reasons um and i don't i don't care about the toxic stuff i don't care what they say about me there it doesn't mean anything to me i think the years have proven that i did go in there one time and try to figure out like how can we straighten it out like is there something that you know i could change where these people wouldn't hate me and they all hate me so it is what it is uh but some of the people that hate me they just dumped on you guys so maybe you want to consider that um these people need to be held accountable 100 sure here's a list of reddit moderators where is the list Let's check out this list. Let's go to this tweet. Let's see it. And I don't take, I, I want to know, I want you guys to know, like, I don't take um, pleasure in doing this. Why? Because granted, like, these people are terrible people for sure. Always attacking me, BS. Of course, I've always said this. The, the people that attack me the most are the people that are probably doing the bad stuff, right? We see that. Uh, you saw Sam attack me on Twitter before, right? Big shocker, okay? 
So, so the, the point is, is that people lost money with this. And the moderators, the shepherds of this, it, people say, I pump it up. It's crazy. It's, I've literally never done it. And you would think in this court case that if I was doing stuff that was wrong, that would have came out. It doesn't exist. I've never done it. Justin Williams was pumping and dumping nonstop. We, at Hit Network, we literally had, and I want everyone to understand this is 100% accurate. We had to enforce a no pump and dump policy because of Justin Williams and all the times that he tried to pump and dump with NFT Alpha and all the times he tried to pump and dump with coins I talked about on my channel. He did this nonstop. He's been doing it since the very beginning of our crypto relationship. He's been pumping and dumping. And, and, and it's something I called out. And, and you know, there was, there was a video that uh, had an undisclosed ad in it um, that was on my channel that was from NFT Alpha, and it was Justin and Deezy. And at the time, they said it was an accident. And I believed them, but I also believe that Justin Williams wasn't stealing money and stealing money from Vumeo investors, um, especially Michael made it and all those guys that put cash in in the beginning of Vumeo, and that money's gone, guys. That's what all this is about. Uh, so, so the fact is, uh, that's why they want to kill me to try to replace the money that they stole. Um, so, w when you look at this and you see these sub, these these cryptocurrency subreddit people doing the same stuff, like. It's disgusting. I guarantee you all of these users on the cryptocurrency subreddit, all these moderators, they have all criticized influencers and called them cringe, influ cringe influencers for dumping. I guarantee you they have. Every single one of them. I guarantee it. And now they've been caught doing what they've accused other people of doing. So uh, it's the boss. My guy. It's the boss. What's up, bro? Uh, thanks for all you do. Oh, this dude, you got to get your wrench back, bro. Somebody make him a, moder a moderator, please. Why? Why? Can I not add moderators live on the show anymore? Oh, I just did. I think I think it worked. I think it worked. I think that worked. I think you got, a, got your wrench. Finally. Um, okay, so let's see. We have this. M's, uh, Mick, McIlby, 50,000 moon or 11,251 transferred. Um, more from him. Three of these, four of these. Uh, he literally, $50,000 worth of coins he dumped on everybody. Rider of the storm. Um, how does it feel, guys? How does it feel for you to be the one being called out for stuff you actually did? Great question. Um, Rider of the Storm. I haven't even got a dog. Uh, here's a list of moderator transactions who sold, but sold immediately after the announcement. Um, let's see. Okay, I have no problem with this. I mean, if they sold after the announcement, it's fair game in my opinion. What do you guys think? What, what do you guys think? Let's, let's, let's take a look at the poll. Let's end this poll here. Let's see. Uh, well, you know what? Let's just do a little discussion. How about that? Um, instead of actually, um, instead of actually putting a poll up, what I want to know from you guys, I want you guys to talk about whether or not you feel like if they sold after the announcement, it was wrong. Uh, most of you guys feel like quarter one, um, second is November. So there you go. Um, there we go. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, you have done it too, not recently, but PAMP, Pump and Dump happened. Not sure why you won't acknowledge it. I will acknowledge it. I didn't sell PAMP tokens. The PAMP team Pump and Dumped behind me on my video, along with Justin Williams. Justin Williams also Pump and Dump PAMP. See, my channel was the Pump channel because that's just what happened when I talk about coins. The price tends to go up because I'm bringing a lot of awareness, especially at the peak of the market. The people behind me. They were the ones that were doing this. I can go show, I, I can find Justin Williams uh, Pam, 
pump and dump on the blockchain. I can find it because I have all those addresses. Um, so that's, guys, be, just because someone does a video and the price goes up and then the price goes down, that doesn't mean the person who made the video is doing the selling. Like, I think that's, that's a huge disconnect in this market. There are sharks. Look at the people that were around me. Look at what they did to me. Look at the quality of human that these people are. That they can literally make up things. They made up a relapse, guys. They literally manufactured a relapse story while they were blackmailing me over an affair. You don't think these people will pump and dump? You don't think these people will, will uh, you know, uh, take a person who's doing really well and try to, to suckle off of their money teats? That's all they did. They're freaking leeches. So, yes, there are people that are pumping. There are other people that are dumping and taking advantage of that. At BitBoy Crypto, when we were running the channel, especially in the early days, everybody knew what videos I was doing because I recorded them in the main room. Everyone saw them before they came out. And when we cut it off and we told certain people, you can't, we made a rule that no one in the building could sell within 72 hours of a video, right? Which Justin never followed. Um, but uh, when, when that was the rule, we had to put that rule in place and people got upset about it. Primarily, mainly Justin Williams, big shocker. Um, so, all right, moving on here. There we go. Uh, obviously we know that. Um, let's see what we have else going on. Uh, I got to run. I got an interview here in a couple minutes with Mind Your Biz, so I got to do that. I bought $1,000 of the top 10 cryptos on January 1st, 2023. I want to see how this is doing. Um, current value. Okay, he's up. He's, a, he's, he's up a total of $1,116. He put $100 in each one. $1,000 total. So there you go. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Why? Why did he put it in BUSD? What? What? Bro, why did you put money in a stable coin? What? Why did you put money in a stable coin? Is it that's a stable coin, guys? Very confused. Vitalik says crypto stagnating and AI risks are big worries. Um, let's see here. Is it too late to buy Doge? I think this is the last story of the day, guys. Well, crypto aid Israel receives 185k from over 30 Web3 firms for emergency relief. Um, I guess it's a cool story. I guess I'm not sure if it's money laundering or not. That's that's what I've been uh, finding out. It's a lot of time when you see this money moving, it can be money laundering. Um, but um, you can ask Brian Evans. But I, I think that uh, when you see this crypto aid Israel, like you know, I mean, there's people that have been hurt on both sides. Um, it definitely sucks the whole thing. Uh, but good for people to donate if it's if it's legit and that's what uh, people are doing. Uh, tall blonde girl says she remembers DZ pumping a coin and got reprimanded by me. Yes. Cause I reprimanded people for doing that stuff. Um, there you go. They say, <laughs> Oh my God. You all are okay. Is it too late to buy Doge? Is it too late to buy Doge? Dogecoin is carved a niche for itself. Um, I don't think it's too late to buy Doge. I think this is a good idea for a video here. Uh, Doge chart analysis here. You guys can see it's leveled off here around six cents. Looks like it's prime for a move to be honest with you. Um, let's see here. Let's, you know what? Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go take a look at the, uh, at high IQ indicator real quick for the end of the show and see what we can look at here. This is on swing. Y'all didn't even see that. Did you? Wow. A doge popped up behind me. It was very strange. Um, let's see. You had an entry. You got out over here. Entry, entry. 
Dogecoin in the last, you know, on the four hour has been a lot of bearish activity here. Uh, let's look at the hour chart, see if maybe some of this is turning around. Um, let's see if we got an entry down here somewhere. Let's see. There it was. Had an entry. We've already gotten profits on this. This is on the swing trading um, on the swing trading level. Uh, you guys can see over here you had profit, profit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, right now Doge is, is kind of at a strong line of support but, or resistance slash support, depending on which way you want to look at it, about the same range. But I think, look, I think this all boils down to one thing. If Elon Musk makes Dogecoin uh, into a project that – is accepted on X as a currency, and it is the currency of X. Along with Bitcoin, Ethereum is fine as long as Dogecoin is in there, and BNB might be in there as well because the relationship between you know Twitter and Elon Musk. Um, you know, I, I kind of think that Dogecoin is going to go through. Happen, people are going to be disappointed. So, um, all right, guys, uh, that's all we got for the show tonight. Um, I will be uh, uh, releasing that video at nine. We'll have Crypto Crossfire today. I'm going to be the guest on Crypto Crossfire today. I'm going to be the jury. So I'm excited about that. You guys are going to find out kind of how we're going to do this on Fridays. Um, really excited. Uh, really excited about that. So guys, thank you so much for watching the show. You guys are the absolute best. Um, have some videos for you guys this weekend. Um, some big, you know, uh, hopefully have some sponsorship announcements uh, early next week.